There was a hymn written in the fourth century, which we'll sing later on in this Mass. And so for this homily, I want to, to walk through the lyrics and sort of enter into the mystery that we celebrate today. Of the Father's love begotten, ere the worlds began to be, he is Alpha and Omega, he the source, the ending, he. A mysterious energy enchants men and women, young and old, this day. We ourselves have fallen under the spell of Christmas, perhaps unknown to many merrymakers. The reason for this spell is love, namely the love of the Father giving us his Son. It is that love which beckons us to the manger where lays Jesus Christ. The Son begotten in love by the Father remained hidden to us for a time, but the Father, unable to contain himself, as it were, sent his Son among us for our salvation. And our salvation consists in seeing the beloved of the Father and then becoming beloved to him as well. The nativity of our Lord exploded like a supernova, illuminating the dark sky of our humanity. The pulse of that cosmic event has transcended all time, and it brings the joy of its light to us this morning. This joy enlivens our hopes and our desire for the love which is beyond all telling, the tremendous love of the Father for his Son. With the eyes of faith, we see in this baby the Father speaking to us through his word. There in the stable, we can contemplate the Alpha and Omega, the source and end of all existence, meaning, and freedom. All of it offered to us in this child. O oh, that birth forever blessed when the Virgin, full of grace, by the Holy Spirit conceiving, bore the Savior of our race, and the babe, the world's Redeemer, first revealed his sacred face. The Virgin, kept free from sin, was able to perfectly contemplate God's word in faith, conceiving the word and giving birth to his very person. The word was made flesh in Mary and given to us through her. The sacred face of our Redeemer bears the resemblance of her own. Through Mary, Jesus was born to save. And we hear about his mission from St. Athanasius, who so wonderfully put it on a Christmas morning. God became man, that man might become God. What he enjoys by nature, he offers to us in part by his grace. We know no greater gift than this. Marveling at this great gift, we also must shudder at the possibility of refusing it. 
The dark side of Christmas is spoken of in the gospel. He came to what was his own, but his own people did not accept him. Like the occupied inn in Bethlehem, we ourselves have the capacity to close off our hearts to the Lord. The sign of no vacancy appears whenever we arrogate to ourselves our own word, a false word. God has given us a freedom to accept him or reject him. And we have the capacity to abuse this freedom for our own self-determination, self-creation. Why should we reject the gift of the Father's word for our own word? Yet this is what we do whenever we refuse to live in the presence of God. Choosing our own moral law in place of his. Excusing ourselves from our obligation to visit him every Sunday. And ignoring our need to receive his mercy in the confessional. Why should we sell ourselves so short of such great a gift? Are we afraid that God will not be enough for us? Chasing after our own word, if we were to but turn around, we would see that God's word is chasing us, not to crush and destroy us, He comes to bring you freedom. He comes to bring you life. God the Father offers you his son this day. Christmas is for your salvation. Realizing this particular care and concern can only be met in jubilant praise of our Creator. The proper response to the love of God is to give thanks and to give him praise, which we come to do today. Powers, dominions bow before him and extol God and King. Let no tongue on earth be silent, every voice in concert ring evermore and evermore. The raw goodness of this day is unmatched and will continue to melt the hearts of Scrooges and enlarge the hearts of Grinches for many years to come. God has transformed the cold and dark of winter into a festival of light. For the light shines in the darkness and the darkness has not overcome it. If we but receive this light, God gives us the power to become his own sons and daughters. God has become like us so we can become like him, full of light and life. For this reason, Pope St. Leo the Great said on another Christmas morning, Christian, remember your dignity. For God has deigned to dwell in your own human nature. 
For the Father did not hesitate to send his own Son, hidden until the fullness of time had come, and the Virgin gave birth to him on this joyous day. May our tongues not remain silent. May they be spurred to jubilant song, strengthened by the blessed sacrament they will receive shortly. May the Son, dwelling in us, join our praises to his evermore and evermore.